Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Well, hello and welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast. This is our new moon money reading for April 22nd, 2020. Yay. I'm so excited that we're here. This is awesome because, wow, what a day. It's the new moon for April 22nd. It is also Earth Day. Happy birthday, Earth Day. It's actually the 50th year anniversary that we've been celebrating Earth Day. And it is my grandson's, my first grandson and only grandson, only grandchild's fifth birthday today. So it's a very special, special day and I'm super excited about doing this new moon money reading. I actually already drew the cards and this particular session is specifically about why do I take myself for granted and how do I reclaim my value? And this is especially important because I think at at some level we each take ourselves for granted. This whole concept really started a couple of weeks ago. I have a sweet, beautiful, divine, perfect client who has been going through this last month with all kinds of things happening and doing all kinds of volunteer work and taking on extra work besides her regular work and doing this extra volunteer work. And she actually had to reschedule our sessions three times. The first two times she was just really sick. The third time she forgot. And because she was already so overwhelmed with other things that she was doing that she completely just put aside and forgot about our time together. Now, normally this isn't an issue to reschedule sessions. However, what had happened was the rescheduling happened right at the moment that we were actually supposed to be meeting. And if any of you know about meeting with clients, you know it isn't just our time just doesn't start the minute we start the session. It actually starts usually an hour to 45 minutes or more before the session starts, just getting prepared, getting ready, you know, setting things up, setting one project aside so you can focus on meeting with them. And that's how I work is I like to take some time before I meet them. I do meditation. I spend some time just going over notes from that previous from our previous sessions and those things. So it wasn't just that we missed the time of the session, but also it took up more of my other time in preparatory time. And like I said, normally this isn't an issue, but it really just, especially the third one when she completely no-showed and like two hours later was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. 
the best thing, the one thing about things like this, the things that like that that happen is that, you know, it's never about the other person. It's always about us. And so it just gave me an opportunity to look at like, because I was feeling really dis- disappointed and like felt like she um, was not respecting my time and not respecting the time that I had to put in or that I put in getting prepared for our time together and working together. And like I said, it's never about the other person. And so it just got me even thinking even more is like, well, how am I disrespecting my time? Am I disrespecting myself and my time? And I would say yes, especially with everything that's been going on this last, this last month with the pandemic and everything is that I felt, feel like I have disrespected my own time in that I didn't use it as wisely or, or utilize my time as well as I possibly could. Now, it doesn't mean we need to be working 24 seven, but I could have spent more time working and writing and doing some other things that instead of just freezing and, you know, hiding in my bed from all of everything that's happening and, and, and it, it's okay to take time off, but you know, we know when we're not utilizing our time or we're disrespecting our time. And so it got me kind of going down a little rabbit hole. What else am I disrespecting? I'm not respecting my time. I'm not respecting my body, not respecting my skills and my knowledge. And I'm sure there's a myriad of other things as well. It just just gave me an opportunity to honestly reflect on myself and my behaviors and my thoughts and feelings about myself. And then it took me down this other path of, well, why do I take myself for granted? And that's ultimately what's happening is I'm taking myself for granted. And oftentimes, especially as a parent, as an adult, oftentimes we feel like we're being taken for granted by our children, by our family, by bosses or by coworkers or whatnot because we're not valued or haven't felt like we're being valued by other people the way that we should be valued or cared about for how we show up in their life. But if we start that energy of not feeling valuable, we tend to attract experiences and circumstances that enforce or reinforce the not being valuable and being taken for granted. And that's what happened with this client is it gave me an opportunity. Now she's one in the many, many other clients that I have, but it, it rubbed me wrong the way at the moment. And so I really wanted to explore why it had bothered me so much. And like I said, when I started honestly looking at how I feel about how I am respecting myself and my own time, it made me think, oh, I got to do something different. I got to shift some things for myself. So that's what this new moon money reading is about is why do I take myself for granted and how do I reclaim my value? And this, of course, works for you as well and because this is a collective consciousness new moon reading Why do we take ourselves for granted? How do we reclaim our value? And when you're seeing this reflection, if when you're seeing other people in your life showing up in certain ways, it's a perfect time for you to look and take an honest look at yourself as to how you're showing up for yourself. 
And that's bottom line. When it comes to our money and it comes for our financial relationship and our abundance relationship in the world, it comes from our own vibration and what we are vibrating into the world. And we can see that even though we're unconscious of it quite often, but we can see that by what is being attracted to us or what experiences are coming back to us or what are the results we have? What is the reflection that we're seeing in people around us and in our life? So what are the results that you are seeing? What are you seeing that's being reflected back to you? And when you take an honest look about that and take an honest look at yourself and an honest inventory of your feelings about yourself, it is a great way to look at what those unconscious beliefs are that you're vibrating out. So it's time to shift that because I I mean, I've heard it way too many times, especially with mothers about feeling taken for granted because, you know, mothers, motherhood and fatherhood are very thankless jobs, but mother, I can only, I can only um, relate to mothers because I'm not a father. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. So the, relating to women in being taken for granted very often because there's so many things that mothers and women provide into the world that very often are taken for granted. Thank goodness we have a national holiday, Mother's Day, Father's Day. So we do get some recognition on those days, but the rest of the day, no. And of course, this is a generalization that may not apply to everybody, but To somebody, it does. So in this new moon money reading for April 22nd, 2020, why do I keep taking myself for granted and how do I reclaim my value? So let's get ready. Okay, so like I said, I've already drawn the cards for this new moon money reading, and what I'm going to be doing is reading the cards out loud. I'll be reading them front and back. I'm going to then pause the recording, listen to myself reading these cards, and then I'll be mapping out on the chakra body map where triggers are, downloading some information for us, and getting some great tips and tools for us on how to move forward with this energy and how to shift this energy for ourselves. So this will be a great time for you to grab your money journal, grab your stones, your crystals, some water, whatever you may need. As I do this reading, I'll be mentioning us to breathe because we will be moving energy. So you'll want to take a breath while we do this. Breathe. You want to do breathing often, actually. (laughs) You never want to stop breathing. However, sometimes you get to breathe a little bit more when you're working through concepts and energy that gets to shift through your body. So in your journals, make a note of comments or words or things that trigger you that you can feel. Write down pains that you feel in your body uh, as you're listening to this, and those will give you some clues as to ways for you to go deeper with this money reading and to go deeper into what specific things are triggering for you and how and what unconscious beliefs or memories are stuck that you get to work through in order to clear this for you 
And because it's a collective consciousness reading, whenever you listen to this, even if it's not on the new moon, you are still able to tap into this energy and to get this information and apply it to your life right now, which means you can go back and listen to all of the new moon and full moon podcasts that I've recorded over the last last year and glean some more information from that as well. And I'm telling you, there's some great stuff out there. So I would definitely go back and check that, check those old podcasts out for on my website at divinemoneymastery.com. Okay, so I'm gonna read these cards. The first card that I got was, and if you have your set of cards, you can pull these cards out with you as well and follow along. The Divine Money Goddess from the Wallet Perspective, card number 33. Then the Financial Freedom Money Goddess from the I Am Perspective, card number 6. And then the Rich Money Goddess from the Body Perspective, Goddess card 23. Okay, so I'm just going to start the Divine Money Goddess Wallet Perspective. Divine Money Goddess Wallet. Divine Financial Action. I am financially accountable for all my money actions. I learn, apply, and move forward. I love where my money goes, and I love receiving money. I honor my spirit, I listen to my guidance, and I take action. I have something special to offer the world. I am my word. Goddess card 33. And breathe. On the back. Financial relationship. Be your word and in integrity. Scarcity side. Depression. She wallows in her past mistakes, incomplete promises, and unfulfilled dreams. She avoids her commitments and herself. Living in perpetual procrastination, self-sabotage, and full of excuses, she never keeps her word and continually dis disappoints others and herself. And breathe. I felt that one in my gut for sure, especially the self-sabotage. Energy exchange, value, and money. Your bank balance reflects the results of your actions. If you're not trustworthy, money literally disappears. When you are trustworthy, you attract other trustworthy individuals. Your word is a sacred contract. Trust yourself by being your word to yourself. With accountability comes financial wealth. And breathe. Again, I still feel that in my gut. Healing energy, water, money action. What are you avoiding is the very thing you get to do. What is it? Your spirit is nagging you to take that step for a specific purpose to meet your divinely desired life. Forgive yourself for past mistakes and financial failures. Let it go and move forward. Be your word, especially to yourself. Goddess card 33. And breathe. Oh, I just felt tons of fear coming up through that. Especially because we get a lot of ideas. I know I do. Get a lot of ideas of different things to do in our business, in our life, and who we should talk to. But there's always this under-level ping thing of questioning whether or not that's the right thing to do. And believing in ourselves. And I think this is exactly one of the things. Trust yourself. Because after so long and after a while, with dealing with rejection, with dealing with being taken for granted, 
by ourselves and by others that there's at a point then when we start losing trust in ourselves and losing trust in others. And that's huge. That's something that um, I believe we all get to work on is trusting ourselves and trusting others. Okay, let's breathe through that one again. The next card, Financial Freedom Money Goddess. I am. I know it is possible for me to have all. My dreams do come true. I am meant to have all. I know the truth of me. I am a divine being dancing to the rhythm of life. I enjoy and trust all of life. Goddess card number six. Look, there's trust again. <laughs> and the back. I am relationship to self. Scarcity side, fenced in. She hides behind a mask, hiding in what others want for her, not being herself in relationships, business, her true financial dream. Not investing money in herself and not listening to her own answers. Giving her money to others who tell her what to do, think and believe, such as government, a religion, a business, or a personal relationship. Energy exchange, peace. Women thrive at creating and sustaining momentum for both themselves and others. Know what your dreams are. Ask for what you want. Trust in the process. Receive the results. Healing energy. Indigo brow chakra. That's your third eye. Money action. Be the financial freedom money goddess. She lives her dreams. Her dreams come true. She has space to move, grow, learn, and play. Loving and dancing with life. She is meant to have it all. She is meant to enjoy all life has to offer. She has what it, what she wants and to know the truth of who she is. And breathe. Goddess card six. We're meant to have it all. Not just a sliver, but have it all. Okay, the third card. Rich money goddess body. Relaxing the body. I relax and play in the diamonds of my life. The jewels of creation pamper my soul. I allow the richness of my earth body to rest and heal. I honor my body with relaxation, play, and pampering care. Goddess card 23. Y'all have play in here too. Isn't that interesting? Apparently we're not playing enough. <laughs> we're being too adults. Too much of an adult. Maybe that's part of taking ourselves for granted is taking our world for granted in the fact that not allowing ourselves to enjoy it, but feel like as adults, we got to work, work, work and be a certain way as an adult and not play in the world. That's an interesting thought. Okay. The backside, physical relationship, physical relationship, pamper self, scarcity side, re-deprived. She was always working and continually depriving herself of personal and social time, losing time with herself and losing connection to those that mean the most to her. Empty, deprived, and alone, she withers into darkness. That's depressing. Energy exchange, movement, and growth. By giving yourself pampering time, your work time is two or three times more productive. You can't give from an empty cup. Satisfy your thirst and give yourself the gift of delight. Create a balance in your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies. Enjoy your life. Healing energy, earth, money action. 
Find play in life. It refills you and keeps you moving forward. Play, work, play. Create a balance of physical action, the flow of emotion, meditation, and mental stimulation. What do you like to do? Pamper and honor you. How do you like to play? Go do exactly that. Goddess card 23. Again, play. Yes, I think we've definitely taken play for granted. And I will say, I have noticed that for myself. Like, I'll work, 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 and when I take some time off to play and refresh and fuel, like going back and doing work, work doesn't seem to take as long. But if I'm just constantly work, 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 I get more depressed, I get more anxious, I get more, I want to say hostile, but not with other people, but just mm, irritated when I'm not playing. So apparently we need to play some more because all three cards of this brought up play. Isn't that interesting? Okay, I'm going to stop this recording, go back, listen to it, map out on our chakra body map where blocks are, download some messages and actions for us, and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So, honestly, not much hit during that particular reading, which is great. There were just a few key things that um, that hits. With the first card, the Divine Money Goddess Wallet, the first thing that actually hit was Divine Financial Action. And that hit right along our mouth, like keeping our lips sealed divine financial action, keeping our lips sealed. And we're not speaking about the actions that we want to take or that we are not sharing the truth of what we divinely want. And this is where we tend to get ourselves in trouble because we overextend ourselves, and we it's part of this self-sabotaging Thing that we do. Self-sabotage hits in the gut. Divine financial action hits in the mouth. Listening to my guides hits in the left, for, right in the forehead on the left-hand side, which is our frontal cortex, left for, frontal cortex where words are coming from anyway. So we're not listening to our guides. And this is where this divine financial action is about being honest with ourselves and being honest with what we truly want to do. Being of service to somebody, doing all of these, you know, volunteer work and overextending ourselves with being extra overly volunteery, and then we end up sabotaging ourselves and our actual work and the things that we said we're going to be able to follow through on because we kept taking on more and more responsibility that we shouldn't be taking on. And I know we women are so good at that in taking on extra responsibilities when our cup is already full, when we've already got so many more things happening. And so here we're trying to be a nice person, a nice girl, a nice, nice person and do all these wonderful things for all these people in the world, which there's no shortage of volunteer opportunities. But when we're taking on more than what we can actually handle, we actually let down all of those people in our life because we're not able to fulfill all of the things that need to be fulfilled. So 
part of this divine financial action is saying no to those things that like when we are full of what we can accomplish to take on something else is really first of all taking away an opportunity from somebody else to do but it's also jeopardizing and self-sabotaging ourselves and the all of the other items uh, that we've already said yes to so listening to our guides and listening to ourselves as far as what we really should be doing and how we should be focusing our time and our energy and allowing ourselves to be okay with saying no saying no is not a bad thing it's okay to say no because saying no opens the opportunity for somebody else to say yes for somebody else to step into it and take take those take that volunteer opportunity to care for others and that's okay. We don't have to be the superwoman, superman, super handle everything else. I think even at a core level, if we feel like if there's a level where we ever feel like we have to keep taking on more, we have to keep taking on more, we have to keep taking on more and doing more things. What is it then even to go deeper for yourself? What's the payoff for you? Like taking on all this volunteer stuff or taking on all this extra things that is it to fill something else up for you? Is it to give you the sense of belonging or to give you the sense of importance? This whole thing was about why do we take ourselves for granted? And if we're taking our time for granted, it could lead us down to that path of not feeling worthy enough, not feeling valuable enough. So we keep saying yes, so that hopefully somewhere along the line outside of ourselves, we will be valued and, and cared for and honored in the way that we want. But when we overextend ourselves, we ultimately disappoint everybody and don't create the actual results that we're that we wanting, which then turns into that self-sabotage, sabotaging ourselves. So it's okay to say no. It's a beautiful thing to say no. It's divinely in alignment with yourself to say no because it Again, it gives an opportunity for somebody else to say yes and for them to be a volunteer and be of service, but it also gives you the opportunity to honor yourself and honor the obligations that you have already set down. And it gives you the opportunity to do a little resting because it isn't always about work, work, work. Like I said in this whole reading, play comes up in all of the cards and if we're constantly overworked and we're constantly overbooked and we're constantly overextending ourselves, there is no time for play or rest. Even if you think about when you overextend yourself financially, it just brings around stress. And that's what ultimately overextending our time, our finances, our emotions, overextending everything, it results into stress, chaos, anger, resentment, all kinds of things. So do yourself a favor, be in alignment with yourself, and say no. It's okay to say no. The other piece that hit us in there on the side was trustworthy. And the trustworthy comes in again with us learning how to trust ourselves and learning how to trust other people. And when we don't allow ourselves to say no and to follow our guides, we start losing trust with ourselves because we're not listening. We're not trusting the 
our own inner guidance. And the more you stop listening to yourself, all that does is it puts in a layer of distrust and again, another layer of anxiety as to what we're supposed to be doing because we're getting guidance from our guides of what to do. We're not listening to it because we're not listening to it. The results aren't what we are wanting, which then creates more distrust within ourselves. So to build that trust within ourselves is to start listening to our guides, listening to ourselves, following the guidance of that, and then start building the trust on that. That's That's been a huge thing for me through everything that I've done because a lot of times the things that we get down from our guides like doesn't make sense and it doesn't, it doesn't like, it almost goes against everything that we think we should be doing, but we get to take a breath. And the more I've done this in trusting my guides and saying no where I need to say no, saying yes when I need to say yes, the more I've done that, the more I've built up this trust with myself and go, okay, because I've seen the results of what has happened. When I've said no to certain things or I said yes to certain things and then later on, because at the moment I didn't fully understand why I was why I needed to say yes or why I needed to say no, but then later on I realized that the universe was setting me up for something I didn't realize was going to happen. Just for an example with this COVID-19 thing and being here in my office. So in November of last year, I was like, I'm going to close my office. And I really loved my office. It, it was in this cute little space. I loved the space. It was beautiful. It was a perfect space for goddesses to gather. But it, I wasn't utilizing it as much as I wanted to use it. And I thought, I'm just going to close my office and move everything back to my house. And for a little bit, I was like, mm, I didn't really want to do that. I really wanted to have a separate space so I could just meet clients there at the office. I didn't have to worry about what was happening at my house, meaning I didn't have to worry about my house being perfectly clean. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about people possibly having pet allergies because I have cats here. And I had for a long time had my office at home when I lived in my house out in South Jordan. But since I moved to the little apartment, I opened up this office so I had a separate space to meet with clients. Anyway, so first part of this year, it had been a few months that I had been home and I had so much stuff and I've been working on putting everything together. But I was kind of feeling really sad. I was sad and I was missing my office and I was kind of feeling poor, poor me and feeling sorry for myself because I wasn't at my cute office anymore. I'm feeling like, oh, I just... What a terrible thing not to be in my office. And then lo and behold, here the pandemic comes. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that I closed my office and everything of mine is here at my home office. <laughs> because now, since everything's here, I don't have to worry about the lockdown. I don't have to worry about traveling back and forth because... Uh, or interacting or, you know, so I can do the social distancing. I don't have to worry about touching other spaces where a bunch of other people are being in. And now I'm here in my home office with everything and, and feeling safe and secure and not having to worry about missing any work or not having resources with me for my work so I could do my work. 
so now I'm like, whew, thank goodness I listened to my guides and listened to myself and closed my office down. I'm so grateful that I'm fully contained here at my little apartment. It's a little duplex. So this is why building that trust up with yourself and listening to yourself, it's okay to say no. We don't have to be super people. We don't have to be super women, super mans. We do what we can do and remember our priorities. What's the most important thing to us? Our family, our kids, especially what the other part about trustworthy and building trust is how many times we've heard this story. I mean, I, I've seen it so many times in movie after movie where the kids are complaining to the parents like, you never do what you say you're going to do. You say you're going to do this and we don't happen because a lot of times what we end up doing is we tell our kids we're going to do something and we don't do it. So we end up putting work before our kids or our family, our spouses, our friends, family, and ourselves. So rebuilding that trust with our family is another huge part of this. And if you can't do it, then don't say it. It's okay. I learned that especially with when it comes to punishment. It's like if you're going to ground the kids or if you're going to offer a punishment up for the kids, you better dang well make sure that you follow through with what you're going to say when it comes to that punishment. So don't say, you know, you're going to be grounded for the weekend unless you're willing to be home with them for the weekend. Uh, again, don't say you're going to do something unless you're going to actually follow up and actually do that. So you can build that trust between yourself and within your family and your coworkers, your vendors, your clients, your bosses, your friends, your family. Don't say it unless you can do it. And it's okay to say no. It's divinely, divinely in alignment to say no to certain things as well and opportunities. Okay, the next card, the Financial Freedom Money Goddess on the Brow Chakra, there was only a couple of things that hit. One was have it all. And when you listen to the recording and read this, the card, it says have it all is in there quite a bit. And this was actually like felt like it well, I was choking on it, like it hit right in the throat. It was like this big knot in the throat, like have it all, have it all. Like, isn't that selfish to have it all? And to have it all doesn't necessarily mean have all the things that you want. I mean, we could want a gazillion things, but really what's in alignment with us and having it all doesn't necessarily mean having the things because you we get to be in alignment with who we are and we get to be in alignment with our finances and with our emotions and with the people that we're surrounded by. However, the having it all is not just the things, but it's also the love, the relationship, the connections, the respect, the joy, the play. That's the having it all that we get to have, that we deserve happiness, we deserve care for, we deserve compassion, that there's nothing that we have done in the past. And, and forgiving ourselves for past failures, past things that have happened, past financial things, past things that you weren't actually able to follow up on, but forgiving yourself for those things and then move forward. That's part of having it all is also having forgiveness, having compassion for yourself, having love for yourself, not beating yourself up constantly because you didn't do what you said you were going to do or that you didn't handle things the way you wanted to handle them. 
I know this almost sounds like kind of contrary to what I had just been speaking about, but none of us are perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. I know nobody is perfect. And we're not always able to do everything that we say we're going to do. We're going to do our very best. I definitely don't disagree with that. However, I think we're learning to be more conscious of our time and more conscious of our personal needs that we're stepping into speaking more about what it is that we want and allowing ourselves to have more love, joy, compassion, care in our life. Not just the things. It's not about having the big house and the big car and the big this and the big that and the big this, fancy this or fancy that. It's more about having the relationships and the emotions and the interactions in our relationships that we want and that we deserve to have just basically because we're humans, not because we fit a certain criteria or we do certain things, merely just because we're human beings. We deserve to have it all. But there's this lump in our throat like, like, am I good enough to have it all? Am I smart enough to have it all? That... We're doubting, there's a part in us that we doubt that we should have it all. And that comes back to this piece of of taking ourselves for granted is that we are humans. I'm a human being. Everyone's a human being. And, well, I think everybody's a human being. And we deserve, and I deserve, to be loved and cared about. And I deserve that to give that to myself. And that's part of having it all. The other thing that hits is in our stomach, which is not being herself and the truth of me. And that not being my uh, myself and the truth of me is, again, going against what it is. Like when we want to say no, but we say yes. When we say yes, and we want to say no. Or we say no when we want to say yes. <laughs> But not being our true, authentic self. Like, no, I don't like green beans, but I do like corn. But instead, we just take the corn. We just take the green beans and not the corn. It's it's even to that simplest of le- levels of what we enjoy. You know how we want to spend our time, how we want to spend our experiences in life and who we want to be around in our in our life so not being herself you know I have another friend who talks about feeling pressured a lot about going to certain events and going to certain parties and doing certain things with different groups of people and always feeling completely pressured because she's very likable. People are inviting her all the time to things. And she felt for a long, long time that she had to constantly go to all of these things and all these events with all these different people because, you know, she's a nice person and people like her and there's an expectation for her. And then finally she started saying no to going out all the time and no to to all these different groups or no to these different friends and, and instead staying home and taking time for herself which for a while, what I saw happen was she ultimately started being very recluse and isolated 
and even a small a, a level of, of depression because she said no because she was feeling guilty about saying no to these people. And so she was she went into a level of depression covered by guilt for saying no to all these things that she didn't want to do. Finally, she turned around and realized and was like, you know what, there's no reason for her to carry the guilt and the shame and hide because she decided that it was okay for her to say no to going out and spending time with friends and different circumstances, that it was okay for her to say yes to herself because that's what it was. It was saying yes to herself and yes to her own divine spirit and then taking that time instead of being in a group of people that she was not wanting to hang out with at that moment, not because the people are terrible, but just because she wanted to spend time with herself in nature. She works a full-time job um, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, so she's already inundated in this little box, and so when she has the time off, she likes to be out running around in the world, in nature, and you know, climbing mountains and playing in the rivers. And you can't really do that when you're sitting in somebody's backyard or sitting at some organization's meeting hall and being in a place that you don't want to be in. So that's part of being yourself is that your time is precious. And taking your time and honoring your time to how it serves you and how you really want to enjoy your time and be in the world. So what is the truth of you? How do you really want to spend your time? How do you really want to be experiencing the world and other people and being your word to yourself? Now this is going to add, being yourself is going to add to building that trust within yourself and building that trust with other people. People aren't going to care, no, if you don't show up all the time. I mean, we're going to have more activities, we'll have more events, we'll have more things that we can gather and whatnot. And yeah, you might be missed. You deserve to care for yourself the most. And if you don't want to be taken for granted, then you can't take yourself for granted. If I don't want to be taken for granted, then I can't take myself for granted. I can't take my time for granted. I can't take my... I, and I keep thinking about this, like, it's not, I, it's not about... The time is like, well, how much time have I spent watching Netflix shows when I could be reading a book and studying? And that's the piece that I think is more important because it's super easy when we get depressed, we get worried, we get whatever. It's easy to turn on the Netflix and, you know, zone out onto the television and escape from the world. And we do need that every once in a while. But when it gets too crazily overly done and we miss out that time with studying or with being our with our family or being in nature so we get to respect our time i get to respect my time more the last card um the rich money goddess body that actually hit a couple places one it hits in the ear, on the right ear, of jewels of creation. 
And that again, the jewels of creation is again those ideas that we get for us and we just throw it away. We're not listening to those jewels. They don't always make sense. The guidance doesn't always make sense. And not only that, but we got to remember that our consciousness, we're constantly fighting against our consciousness. Our guides and our angels and the or I should say not really our consciousness, but the ego. We're fighting against our ego. There's this angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder. The angel giving us beautiful guides. The devil telling us, no, we can't do it. No, we're not good enough. No, we're not smart enough. The jewels of creation is that we're constantly getting opportunities and ideas and sparks of information that can lead us, these little jewels that can lead us down our divine path to create what we're wanting to create in our world and in our life. And if we're not listening to these jewels, if we're not listening to these nuggets of beautiful information and we're not following up on them and we're not following that lead, we stay stuck. We stay in a pattern of discontent. We stay in a pattern of resentment, of depression. So we've got to start listening to ourselves more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Not always easy, because like I said, it's fighting against our, our ego. The more we practice listening to ourselves and building that trust within ourselves, it gets easier and we get excited. It's like, oh, I'm excited to find out what I get to do today and follow up through, through that. Some people are super great at it. Other people, not so great. And that's okay. We're all on our own journey. The other thing that hit with the rich money goddess was in, in our back, with the it was hit in the back in the heart chakra was redeprived redeprived and that's something that we're really good at doing is redepriving ourselves redepriving ourselves and that ultimately kind of talks about everything that I had talked about in this session today which is depriving ourselves of what we truly want that we're constantly redepriving ourselves of our own personal time, of our own personal space, of our own personal ideas, of our own personal guidance, of our own personal truth of who we are. We continually redeprive ourselves of ourselves and what we divinely want. And when we do that, it's like a stabbing ourselves in the back, like we're stabbing ourselves in the back. And I think a lot of times people wonder, well, like, how come I can't get ahead? How come I can't shift? How come things can't get better? How come I'm always dealing with the same BS and the same pattern? And it's because we're constantly redepriving ourselves. We're constantly not listening to our divine guidance. So we stay in this perpetual pattern of scarcity, poverty, depression, anxiety, all of these things. And, and it, it does seem counterintuitive, like, okay, to go play and hug a tree and lay out in the sun, like, how is that supposed to change anything in my world when I look at my bank account or when I look at this stuff happening in my life or I look at the fights that I'm having with my family? Well, that's because the sitting out in the sun and spending time for yourself and enjoying nature and hugging a tree is about healing our heart and healing our soul and healing that connection within ourselves because we've gotten so bombarded 
with everything else going on around the world with the technology with the government with the with the pandemic with the financial world with everything we're overwhelmed with all of these things that we've so disconnected ourselves from ourselves and when we spend time in nature and we spend time with the trees we spend time with ourselves we spend time in the sun when that time is there where we're nurturing and caring for ourselves when we're nurturing and caring for our soul it builds that connection up within ourselves, and that builds that surety and trust within ourselves so that we can handle and manage all of these other outside things and we're, we don't become so overwhelmed with the emotions and things are a lot easier to handle. And that's part of the next piece of it, which was honor my body, which also hits, hits down lower in the back in the, by the solar plexus is honor my body. And that's part of that time, taking time to nurture ourselves in nature, nurture ourselves in the sun, nurture ourselves with good sleep and rest and, and trusting ourselves is that when we put ourselves in that anxiety and stress, we aren't honoring our body. We aren't caring for our body. We're not supporting our body the way it needs to, to be supported. So you can see how it's all connected in this space of of why we take or how we take ourselves for granted and why we do it mostly because we we pretty much became accustomed to it like that's pretty much been our mode of operation is taking ourselves for granted taking our time for granted because the world almost demands it of us with all of the extracurricular the volunteer work the government the job the business the family, we overextend ourselves in so many areas and we take ourselves and take our time for granted and take our soul for granted. So we get to slow down, take a breath, slow down, say no, listen to ourselves, trust ourselves, rebuild that trust within ourselves and give ourselves a break to not have to be the superwoman or the superman to get you know, to change the world. It's gonna change. Things will be healed. People will be taken care of. And we get to start by taking care of ourselves first and then take care of the rest of the world. Take care of ourselves first, then take care of the world. And the more of us that do that, take ourselves first, take care of ourselves, then take care of the world, we're gonna be able to be more productive out in the world when we are taking care of the world. We'll be more productive and we'll be a lot happier and we won't be bringing home that anxiety and that stress and we won't be holding that anxiety and stress in our body because we're taking care of ourselves we're honoring ourselves we're listening to ourselves it's just a loop it's a circle it is a circle i want to read the messages really quick the downloaded messages from the divine goddesses do what you say you're going to do this means with everyone in your life. This includes children, spouses, boss, clients, and especially yourself. Don't be afraid to say no. Let go of the overwhelm that is self-imposed by not saying no when you really want to. We worry about being nice, but if we can't follow through, we are not nice either. Forgive yourself for self-sabotage. Okay, wait. Forgive yourself. Self-sabotage comes with when overwhelming yourself and not listening to yourself. 
What have you been avoiding? And what have you been avoiding? So, yeah, self-sabotage comes when we overwhelm ourselves. Forgive ourselves for past things. Just learn and move forward. But then what is it that we've been avoiding? What do we know we need to be doing and we've been avoiding doing? And it could be letting go one of those volunteer things. It could be saying no to Aunt B who wants you to come clean her garden out. I don't know. But what is it that you have been avoiding that you know you need to do? So you get to do that. The message with the financial freedom money goddess, what does that mean, have it all? Does that mean, does that make me a bad person to want it all? The truth of you is a perfect, beautiful being. To have it all is to have all you divinely want out of life. Not just things, but love, relationships, respect, and nurturing care. Build the trust with the world. Start where it was first lost and rebuild from there. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want and give that to yourself. Not expecting others to give you what you don't give to yourself first. And that's so important. Like, we can't expect other people to respect us if we're not respecting ourselves. We can't expect people to not take us for granted if we're not taking, if we are taking ourselves for granted. We're going to get back from other people what we give to ourselves. To rebuild the trust with the world, start where it was first lost. Rebuild from there. So think about for yourself where in your life you first lost trust and in the world and start from there. Start from healing that, that experience. For me, it was with my parents and I've done lots and lots of work of built, rebuilding that trust and rebuilding that, just rebuilding trust in the world. My parents are both gone. And I'm still working on trust, <laughs> rebuilding, rebuilding trust in the world. And that's okay. Everything's a layer. Everything goes deeper. Everything continues and spirals forward. But where was that first time in, in your life where trust was, was lost and start rebuilding from there and heal that experience, heal that thing? Okay, with the last card, the Rich Money Goddess, the message was listen to what your body and soul are craving for. A walk in the park, laying in the sun, a delicious home-cooked meal, reading a book, study time, play, work, play, meditate, exercise, study. And I love that. What is your body and soul craving for? That's what you get to do. A walk in the park, laying in the sun. A delicious home-cooked meal. I have to tell you, I have been really enjoying cooking lately, more so than I ever did before. I mean, I was the oldest of eight. I had to cook all the time. Oh, my gosh. So for 10 people, 13-year-old, peeling gazillions of potatoes, I, and then I had to do the dishes, too, so it was even worse. <laughs> and then I was also the last one to eat, so I didn't even get to be the first one to eat, even though I cooked the meal did the dishes, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's a long, ugly story. But I have really been spending time to honor my body and honor myself by cooking delicious meals for myself and not just, you know, cookie microwave stuff, but actually cooking. So that has been 
enjoyable for me. My daughter gave me one of those Instapots for Christmas. And I've been making a lot of meals from that and just enjoying that. Another thing that I do, I don't use paper plates either. I have beautiful dishes that I use and I make it a point to, even though it's just me, I make it a point to create, to cook a beautiful meal, put it out on my plate, sit at the table, you know, my nice little napkin and have my meal and honoring my body and caring for myself in that way. And it's just a small little thing, but it's something that brings me joy. I find myself just like walking around when I'm doing it, like I got this little smile on my face that I didn't know was there all the time, that hadn't been there all the time, because it was more of a horrible chore to cook a, a meal for myself, and it was a re time that I resented and hated, and oh, it was awful. But now I'm enjoying it, and loving that I'm caring for myself in that way that I hadn't before and that's been that's been a fun new experience for me because I'm trusting my cooking skills I'm getting better and better at it <laughs> especially with the instapot because it actually cooks the meat so much nicer and it makes eating the meat more enjoyable than when it's burnt that's for sure so anyway just a little thing that I am starting to enjoy and give myself, nurture myself that time and that energy to feed and nourish my body properly and beautifully. And I've been loving it. So what do you get to do to bring more play into your life? Where do you get to say no? Where do you get to start building some trust for yourself? Where do you get to forgive yourself for past mistakes and where do you get to allow yourself more honoring of who you are? I think one of the, the other things that is a great thing for you to do is for all of us to do is to write down those skills and that knowledge that we have. Write down the things that you see that are beautiful about you that need to be, that you need to honor more about within yourself. And start honoring those things about yourself, honoring those skills, honoring your knowledge, honoring and having pride in how you care for yourself or how you play or what your personality is like or what your hobbies are like or what you enjoy doing. Like I, I had to laugh at myself like there's some things that I hang on to and I think why am I hanging on to some of this stuff? I'm probably just this horrible hoarder. I'm not a hoarder by any means. However, what I finally realized was like, well, that's part of my personality. Like those little things, like hanging on to some of those little things, those are things that bring me joy. And it's not overly done, I mean, or, but it's part of my personality and I enjoy it. And there isn't any reason for me to beat myself up about it or be terrible with myself about it. It's just about enjoying my own personality and enjoying my own interests and being okay with being me. And that's what I'd love for you to do. Be okay with being you, loving you, honoring you, everything about you. Be your very own best friend and love who you are from top to bottom. And that's how we do it. That's how we take back our value. And that's how we stop taking ourselves for granted. And then it will ripple out because it's an everyday thing. It isn't just today. It's an everyday thing. 
And as we do that, others will follow suit in seeing the value in you and not taking you for granted because you're not taking yourself for granted. The other thing this does, which is a beautiful thing, especially if you're as a parent, is you're teaching your children to care for themselves and honor themselves and not take themselves for granted either. Because we don't want to keep raising, repeating this pattern of having children and then raising them to be adults that take themselves for granted and not honor who they are. And I know as a parent, the thing I want more than anything is for my children to love and respect themselves. And that only comes when I teach them how to love and respect themselves by loving and respecting myself. And that's a great thing. That's a good thing. Okay, so take some time. Go back and read the cards again for yourself. Whatever notes came up for you um, or ahas, you might want to go through your money journal and journal that out some more. As always, I will have a copy of the Chakra Body Map and a pictures of the cards on my website at divinemoneymastery.com so you can take a peek at those and see what those are. There's also, if you're ready to go further and deeper for yourself, like what specific things are getting in your way, what memories and what unconscious beliefs are stopping you, if you're ready to get a new perspective on your money beliefs and your money situation and how you can improve things, I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions and those are so spectacular, so in-depth and quite inspiring, awe-inspiring I would say sometimes. So yeah, uh, thank you so much for joining me. I will see you on the next Spirit of Money podcast. Peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.